Hello and welcome back to a special episode of The Rain Delay, where you're joined by me, sat with Pinky and Joe in McDonald's car park, Sam scoffing down a chicken ketchup, which we've got a story about later. Uh, I think the audio is going to be quality, because it's inside Ian, name of my car. Um, what more could you want? A new episode. I'm sorry I'm just in McDonald's, I just burnt. <laughs> uh, we'll crack on. There, there's a realism for you there. <laughs> we weren't lying. Um, we've just played golf at... Uh, Carson Lake, Gainsborough. Had a great round, didn't we, lads? Joe, second place. Yeah. Proud of that. I'm very, I'm very proud of that. Normally, I'm sort of like the token worst guy, but... Um, yeah, the pink... shit is. Go on, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Spit it out. So, yeah, so, so, so Sam uh, Pinky was very, very poor today. But, you know, I came in, came in second with a nice 109. <laughs> Which shows how bad Pinky is. But, yeah, good, nice round, round of golf. Uh, with uh, three people. Three people. It actually shows how bad you are. Why were there three people, Sam? Oh, um, well, one of our players, Sutty, didn't turn up. Even though he asked us to do it early, so we got up extra early for him, so he could play football. What time do you wake up, Sam? 6am. 6am. Kieran, what time did you wake up? I woke up at... 6am as well. Joe, what did you tell me? I woke up at 6am as well. Early. Wow. That's early wow, for us wow. young students and Joe, the old man. Um, <laughs> why, why, uh, why didn't he turn up, Sam? So, he was at his, uh, well, we think, is it his girlfriend? I think Podcast exclusive. Well, that exclusive. he has a girlfriend. Well, yeah, he was at his girlfriend's house, so. I, I'll explain. Yeah. So, yeah. throughout this week, Sutty was complaining about that he wants to play football in this afternoon, right? So in which case we want to play golf. And it was he demanded that it was before eight. And all through all through this week we were saying, oh, does it have to be really that early? He was like, yes, it has to be that early. You know, it'll be okay. It'll be a vibe, sunrise and all that. He's right. It was a vibe. Even but, better because he wasn't there. But on Friday night, <laughs> yesterday night, Sutty says, I'm drunk on the podcast group chat. To which we all say, oh, if you if you turn up late, th- that'll be the end of it. We'll we'll break we'll break ties, and that'll be the end of it. And lo and behold, seven forty-five on the first tee, Sutty, no absolute no show. No way for that. I, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm, I'm the, the friendship's yeah. over for me. Yeah, I mean, and rightly so. Yeah, mm. but mean, but we do hope you have a good time at football, Sutty, if you're listening. Hope you lose. Um, no, but, you know, we saw Rory McIlroy in the Ryder Cup that time for getting to get out of bed. He still made the effort to go. Yeah. And some would say an 8am round at Thunnock is more important than, than the Ryder Cup. So not turning up is quite a shocker for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not impressed, really. Uh, on to more positive notes. Let's talk about let's talk about the round. <laughs> let's talk about the round. Joe, you said you came second with shooting 109. Yep. A new uh, personal record. It's definitely not. Well, <laughs> just, just, for, just for pod listeners, it definitely isn't a, pod, uh, a, a course record for me on that course. Um, but it's a good... It's a course uh, record on that course. But for those that don't know golf, 109 is... Shine. Trash. <laughs> but do you know what's even worse than 109? 113. Oh. Pinky, take it away. 
I prefer really not to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to speak. Uh, no, you think you you were raving about your mentality before before the round. Ah, uh, fuck off. Can you repeat any of what he said in the car, Joe? Oh, I can definitely repeat it gladly. So, um, this at- was about cricket, by the way, before he runs his mouth. Right. Well, I'm running my mouth because this is what you told me. Anyway, um, th- <laughs> <laughs> Pinky was Pinky was comp- uh, sort of saying how much he's uh, improved men- mentally. He's got he's like s- solid now. He knows what to do in cricket, um, and perhaps didn't take it. Te- perhaps didn't take it on to the golf course today. However, not to worry. He said, "But well, I am specifically talking about cricket." No, no, no. However, halfway through the round. Pinky did say that golf is his <laughs> relaxing sport, and you didn't seem that relaxed today, did you, Pinky? How far did you throw that club? <laughs> Probably further than the ball, actually. Helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Pinky proceeded to helicopter about six clubs. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of expletives were off the chop. It was like the sooty was there. Yeah, it was incredible. You can't help. I can't help it. It's just such an annoying game. <laughs> right, okay. Sport just is annoying. Yeah. Um, winners and losers. Win- there are winners and losers. And I was the winner. I was the winner today. Um, yeah. We- we'll discuss that. Let's move on to a bit of cricket. Uh, the sport that Sam claims to be mentally goat. Oh, can I just say, actually, back to golf. Sam claimed in the group chat, and I quote, (laughs) I genuinely believe I'm the best driver of a golf ball (laughs) in the South Yorkshire slash Knotts area. Um, North Knotts area. Quite a large scope. Sample sample size there. I think uh, Matt Fitzpatrick is from Sheffield, so I'd put him in that bracket. Sam claimed to be better. I did say one one off. Okay. Me and you and Matt up there. Uh, I don't know how many balls he lost today, but little side note there. Uh, as I was moving on, on to the T20 World Cup cricket. Obviously, England crashing out would be the headline after uh, losing to New Zealand. I didn't actually watch the game, so you two are going to have to inform That's me. Bad. He's bad. I was playing rugby, sorry. Uh, OT was there, shout out. Yeah, I'll put a clip of the terrible drop on the podcast Instagram. Um, yeah, fill me in, Joe. Uh, and the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it was um, it was a great a great game of cricket. Went down to the wire. I, it, it's worrying to think that the toss plays such an advantage, and I think that the cricket kind of needs to l- look at that and see what they can do because you can't have teams just winning the toss and having so much of an advantage before the ball's been bowled. Uh, but in terms of the game itself, 160 odd uh, England put on the board, and then uh, New Zealand chased it off with a fine, like a, a, an amazing innings from Darren Mitchell, um, anchoring the innings, and then having a big bash at the end. I thought he was really good, good play. He's a great player. Um, so yeah, New Zealand in the final, and then we go on. What do you? Sorry, what do you make about the Yorker debate? I've not heard this debate. <laughs> can you summarise? <laughs> can you summarise? Of when it's, are they worth? Attempting. Oh yeah, t- like percentages. Success, and if you get it slightly wrong, the deep in the crease. Yeah. Bang. The dew plays a big factor for me in that as well. These players might. I'm pretty sure they practice with wet balls. If you're a bowler now, do you think you go into the pitch? Is what I'm saying, or do you try and execute the Yorkers? Well, interestingly, I think England really missed Timar Mills, and he does not bowl many Yorkers. 
He bowls lots of slower balls, back of a length, hit the deck hard, got more margin for error. Um, I think he's massively missed. And they often say in T20 cricket, you know, it's the bowlers that win you the games. Um, and I think, yeah. Bowlers win you tournaments. Bowlers win you tournaments. And batters win you sponsorships. That's what KP said. Oh, really? KP ran his mouth. He's a load of shit. Sam, you weren't impressed with KP's punditry. Well, I never am. He's terrible. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's not the best. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's sad to see England go out, but I'm not. It's a shame. I think they'll be more more better suited next year for the uh, World Cup in Australia. Faster pitches. Um, but uh, let's hope New Zealand do with the Aussies. But we won't be dwelling on it too long, because in four weeks' time in Brisbane, when Joe Root knocks a double ton, I'll be sat there with a cup of tea. It will be simply lovely. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll come to that in future pods. Anyway, yeah. So speaking of speaking of uh, Australia semi-final, kids, did you manage to get watch that? I didn't see that earlier. I was walking to. I can't remember what it was. A lecture, I think, and I saw uh, Pakistan against Australia in a TV through a pub, uh, but I didn't actually watch it. I've not watched much of Australia, but them being in the final seems fraudulent to me and has damaged my views on T20 cricket. Yeah, I actually don't like it anymore. T20 cricket? Why is that? Well, I do like it, obviously, but it's not my favourite. I just think it's too flippant. It's too 50-50 and unpredictable. The yeah, best team that make it good. Yeah, it's very exciting, but yeah. I'm not sure the best team <coughs> always win. I mean, yeah, just the best team must win. It annoys me when the best team doesn't win. Yeah, but it's the best team on paper. Like when the best teams don't get through to the the final doesn't consist of the three best T20 teams like that. Doesn't consist of any. But they've got to the final, so why aren't they the best? Be- well, this is this is the thing, especially in in those conditions where toss. Toss of coin does have so much of an impact, but it'll be interesting. So, like in a in a in an Australian competition, I wonder that will perhaps have a better. But you know, teams can play well. That's the beauty of the World Tournaments. England lost to uh, to Ireland in a a World Cup one year, you know, and and who beat India? Oh, India just lost to Pakistan and and New Zealand. So yeah, it does make it good, but it's just it just is not my favourite format. It's not pure. I prefer. One day to T20. So that's interesting. I prefer Test. I think it's completely different, but I prefer One Day to T20. See, I prefer Test cricket, T20, and then One Day International. That's my. For me, I think with One Day and Test, it's a lot more like predict. I don't want to say predict, but you work towards the victory. Whereas T20, like one over, can change the game, which is very exciting. I'm going to sit on the fence here and I don't really know which I like best I, I, I like Test Cricket best but out of T20 and ODI I'm not sure I just feel with ODI it's more deserved the victory is more deserved as a team mm. whereas one player can win you a game in a T20 I don't know I think uh, yeah, T20 series are very good because overall you can find out the best team however with a World Cup it's tricky but makes a fantastic I just think the 50, over, the 50 over World Cup was so much better. Just put the mic inside yourself. <laughs> I think the 50 ever World Cup was so much better. But I don't know right, if that's okay. because it was in England. Yeah, perhaps in England won. Maybe we're just no, salty no, England No, but fans. like, even if we lost at, at the crowds and stuff. I don't know but I, but I think one day cricket, in one day internationals, as I say, they, they are more predictable. So they're slightly less Boy. interesting. With mm-hmm. T20s, you really do think anything can happen. At any point. At, at any point. 
Uh, really, really. But yeah, so Aussie into the final. Predictions. Um, it's is it today? It is. It's as we're recording it. It is today. It's in a couple so of hours. We could make. Uh, yeah, it's Saturday. It's today. It's Saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm frantically cutting um, edge reports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kieran, don't you do a journalist last degree? Yeah, but, uh, you know this is this is important to me. Oh, I've got no internet, so we'll we'll say it's today. Oh, oh here we go. Um, tomorrow. Indulge. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow at two, isn't well, it? Yeah. It doesn't matter because the podcast will still come out after that, most likely. There's a life story. Maybe, Sam maybe not. Always right. So let's all predict. Well, it's not as good as golf for Joe. <clears throat> we'll predict the score and see who's right. And the listeners will know. We could sound like absolute muppets here. Australia I, I think that'd be funny. Tight game, but Australia win. I think Australia got the bottle. I think Australia by how how many, Sam, or how many wickets? Slash runs. Five runs. By five runs, that's close. I think Australia have the wall over New Zealand. I think they get in their heads, and I think Australia. If the t- depends all on the toss. If if Australia win the toss and bowl first, then I'd say they'll win. I think if uh, if New Zealand win the toss and bowl first, I think Australia could win. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's more one-sided. I think Australia just have yeah they just got the got the edge over them. Very toss dependent. For me, since England made Australia look like children in the group stages, I don't rate them. Uh, I could be proven wrong. Probably will be. Um, but I think New Zealand are just the better team. More a more cohesive unit, um, so I think I think they'll win because I watched the uh, Australia versus Windies T20 uh, series highlights and the Windies beat them comfortably I think mm. in most of the games. So I I just think New Zealand are the better team. I think they'll they'll walk it. Oh yeah, because they'll it. walk it. I've said it. So you know if I'm wrong. Yeah, feel free to DM us on the podcast Instagram, Rendelay underscore pod. Uh, might give you a shout out. Loads. No, we actually got loads last time. Oh. Did we actually? Uh, three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, better than none. Yeah. Uh, right, moving on. Moving on to more controversial issues. The ashes. Uh, not the ashes. The Ooh. whole debacle concerning Yorkshire Cricket Club and Azim Rafiq, which is obviously a touchy subject. Joe, you were talking to us about it on the golf course. Joe, do you think the actions taken towards Yorkshire Cricket Club have been on the right lines? What's your um, I think I think from... I mean, I could probably say for all us, we're all Yorkshire fans. Um, and I think that what, that what has happened has been the right thing. Um, what he went through was really awful. Um... And I think the right people have gone. the The issue, I think, for me now is not necessarily the what was said back then in the past, but I think it's the way that Yorkshire dealt with it. Um, that is the sort of bit that I think that needs to be punishable. Um, just completely sort of tone deaf, not in keeping with the times, not in keeping with what needs to happen, what needs to change. Um, and I think the right people have gone. I think the new people they bring in, Lord Patel, I think listening to his press conference the other day, he's a right man going forward. I think he knows exactly what the club needs to do. Um, and I think hopefully Yorkshire can sort of learn from this and, and, and yeah, not, not come back better and hopefully become a better club because of it. And I hope Azim Rafiq has 
feels in some way compensated and hopefully he can get his life back on track and what he wants to to carry on with whether, whether whatever he wants to do but I think and if he wants to come play cricket for the ball well I mean, we'll happily <clears throat> accept it yeah decent player yeah, as well but uh, but yeah it's a it's, it's a sorry sorry state and what's happened in Yorkshire is is com- yeah it, it's it's awful but again I think the the what's happened is 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 the right thing yeah, you say Yorkshire can learn from it, which is definitely true. I also think sport and cricket, in general, can learn from it. Definitely, I'm sure it's gone on in other places. Oh yeah, yeah, in other countries. I mean, we've seen now in Essex well, the in uh, everyday life. Yeah, not just sport. Essex, the chairman, that he's now resigned. So it, it, I think that the problem. I think Michael Holden said that Yorkshire, Yorkshire have a problem, but also cricket has a problem. They're not the only club, and they won't be the only club. Um, and I think. Um, time will show how severe the issues are around the county circuit have have been in the past, and I think yeah, it, it's um, it's only the start. I think mm, definitely. Um, one thing it's brought up as well is sort of council culture, which it's hard to comment on because you know so if someone so for, we take Michael Vaughan for example, who's under the firing line at the minute. Um, who, after say was it 2011 I think it, it was 2008 or 2009 so you say that I, I think it, what's more important right now is the actions of the club taken against that rather than you know Michael Vaughan as a poor person will have changed I mean I was 8 in 2008 is would he say something like that if so deservedly so I think you know get rid shouldn't be uh, in journalism in media but if he's changed, if people ch- people change, so basically what I'm saying is, cancelling someone I don't think is the right thing to do. People need to learn from this yeah. rather than just cutting. I, I think. People out. I mean, we're not best place to, to talk about this really, but I think for me it's about education, not cancelling. People need to learn about why, what they said back in the past, it was wrong, and moving forward, that they, you know, they, you know, learning about what what they can and can't say and the reasons why they can and can't say that. Um, I think Michael Vaughan. It, I, I don't know what you do in terms of that. Um, I think he's a good pundit. He knows what he's talking about. But in terms of, of what I said in the past, do you punish him for, for something that was said near 13 years ago? I don't know. But maybe maybe you do need to make examples of people so yeah. that other people, so it's not repeated. Yeah. But I think, as, as sort of summarising, I think this is only just the start. And I think hopefully Yorkshire can go forward. Uh, and 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 look to the future, but yeah, I, I really do think this is just the start of things to come. Yeah, another thing, I wasn't really surprised when the news came out, which is no, what's worrying. Yes, yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's quite telling. Yeah, uh, moving on to another issue that isn't quite as serious, but it's quite annoying. Uh, Jarvo, Jarvo sixty nine, bloody hell, how annoying! Thank you, have you seen him? Oh, you saw him at Lords, obviously. What do you think the first time you saw him come onto the pitch? I thought it was really funny, actually. Have your opinions changed? Not really, because I don't really know what you're talking about. Okay, Jeff. Uh, as Sam, I, not well, I, funny enough, I... So, let's give some background. Jarvo is a man with a big belly. Uh, and he wears... He puts sports teams' <laughs> tops on and goes onto the pitch, like a streaker. Uh, was it the England-India series that he went on first, mm-hmm. pretended to be a player? Quite funny. 
obviously security got to take him off. Uh, does it in another game? Does it in Headingley? At Headingley. Uh, and then recently, did it at he Lord? appeared. He did it at Oval as well. He did three times. Did it the Oval? I didn't even know that. He did it low. Did it level and now he's done it at the getting old in the cricket. Yeah, first time was funny. Gradually gets less funny. Now he's done it in the rugby. Sang the national anthem with New Zealand. Yeah, got taken off. And Japan last week. What's your thoughts on that? Is it disrespectful, Joe? I think it's very disrespectful. I think when, I, funny enough, I was there at Lords when it happened, and I was also there at Headingley, and him watching him walk on. It's Jarvo Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, watching him walk on, <laughs> watching him walk on at, at Lords and seeing him dress up in, in the, the right top was funny, but then see, seeing like him being dragged off, kick, sort of almost like kicking and screaming for the rest of the for every single time he's been been you know at a ground, it's just pathetic. And and also in terms of the national anthem, people have worked so hard to get to that point of being selected to play for their country. National anthem to some is incredibly emotional, and for him to sort of spoil it and to wander on there, I think it's massively disrespectful. I, I, I don't understand why he keeps on getting, getting allowed into games. How does he get in? Does he wear a disguise? Yeah, Has he got people on the inside? I don't know. He'll wear a disguise. He'll wear a disguise. But for me, I think just, it's yeah. I, I, it's uh, oh, I just for me as well. The main issue is it's just not funny anymore. Like it's just like, like I don't know. If it was hilarious, I. Wouldn't mind it as much, but I just go to the pitch and I'm like, get nice. off. I feel I'll oh, just get off. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he thinks he's funny, but he's not quite funny. I don't know. Maybe like us. Um, <laughs> and then also, uh, what's it called? The Wales Stadium, Millennium Stadium. Yeah. Uh, obviously, another stri- another streaker, possibly inspired by Jarvo. I don't know. Went onto the pitch and spoiled a try scoring opportunity. You could argue. Sam, if you, you know, were batting and some streaker comes on. About to get 100. About to get 100. Or about to take a catch, maybe. Mm. And a streaker comes on and puts you off. How, how would that make you feel? Yeah, it would be annoying, wouldn't it? Especially if it's at the highest level and it means something. <laughs> Good chat. Joe. <laughs> you, you saw the incident. Did you see the incident? Joe was shoving a mic. A Up his nose. On my face. <clears throat> Uh, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen most of them. To be fair, and I think that the, what, the national anthem is the one that drives me. The noise is the most. Yeah, that is That's a, such a special moment for some players. Um, and I think it's wrong. I think, if possible, maybe TV could just, if he does it again, stop giving him airtime. Obviously, need to ban him from places. I mean, it's not like he, he's not harming anyone directly, but it's just annoying. I think. And disrespectful, as should, you be, should, quite, be, uh, should be, should be, should be penalised. Quite tribal, a proud country as well. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. It's just not I think that's English feeling. Really annoying for yeah. the players. It's, it's sort of a bit like, I don't know, disrespectful to the country. Definitely disrespectful. Did Definitely. you see the guy that snuck onto the pitch and spoiled the try? Got absolutely volleyed with pints as he was walking off. Oh yeah, that was quite a funny video. Right, uh, rightly so. Rightly so. Although a bit of a waste of beer, really. Uh, I don't know what, I wouldn't do that. I'd you wouldn't do that as a student? I'd just shout him. You'd just shout him? Good. Um, I'd say, you big doctor. I think we're all in agreement there that it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well. That does link us to the Autumn Internationals. I'm going to try and get Dad on the podcast. What, are you saying they're just annoying? No. 
I mean, it's rugby, isn't it? That's what they're sneaking onto. So, oh. Oh. yeah. Joe, have you you've been watching them on on the old Amazon Prime? You see, last week Scotland beating Australia, obviously. Yeah, really uh, good to see Australia uh, being beaten and and Scotland playing really well. Um, I think this but round most importantly, Australia would be beaten. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Uh, this round of fixtures is going to be the best probably weekend I'd say uh, we've got Australia England yeah New Zealand Ireland that's always a good game and Scotland South Africa that's, yeah. that's probably from in these days now a much tighter fixture than most people would have thought in the past um, yeah it's, look I always I just love watching the Southern Hemisphere teams in, in, as, as well as New Zealand like, they're just just completely different yeah. yeah apart from Australia um, yeah, it's very exciting. Obviously, we're recording this today. It's Saturday. The fixtures are today. So, you're not going to get our uh, opinions on the games that have not happened yet. But we can do a few predictions. Just who's going to win? I think... Um, I think so. Like we did with the cricket. Yeah, I, I think... Um, the three big games. Scotland, South Africa, Ireland, New Zealand, England, Australia. I think South Africa are a bit too good for Scotland. Um, I think they'll probably just... Not steamroll them, but they'll they'll certainly get enough. Same for New Zealand. I think they'll just outplay Ireland. Um, but England, Australia. My memory's on England. I think that they're Australia are going to be beaten up after their loss against um, Scotland the week before. And um, yeah, I think they're just going to maybe gonna do maybe fire up as well though, which could uh, could be a factor. Um, for me, the they're all just so interesting it's difficult because a lot of these teams haven't played each other in a while I think it's been three years since the last autumn internationals maybe or two because of Covid so I think this is giving us a really good understanding of uh, world rugby and a lot of the games have been very entertaining moving away from defensive styles of rugby yeah, towards more attacking, of, more attacking games which is which is very exciting anything to add on the rugby Sam? Um, He's just scrolling through Twitter now sorry, sorry no, I have no idea all I've, all I've seen of rugby recently is kids are dropping a ball. Uh, I'll get oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll link the... the um, second time. We'll link the audio in yeah, from, from OT. Shout uh, out to OT. Yeah, shout out to OT. Uh, yeah, I mean, OT will summarise here. Oh, he's just at the... <laughs> he's just scuffed a 2-on-1. Oh, kids are... Absolute paddock. Only had paddock in front of him. Collected the ball, 10 metres out. Nobody in front. Dropped it. Oh. Kizza. Absolute meat pie. Squashed. And thrown in the bin. The try was there. Just dropped it. What am I doing? Got, eyes got too big for my belly. Just like this McDonald's. So uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. And um, I hope you've enjoyed this section of the pod with Joe and Sam. Yeah, car podcasts, I think, are the way forward to go. I think next pod, we're going to officially do Sam's favourite topic and a full Ashes warm-up. Yes, full preview. baby! Woo! <laughs> preview of games, fixtures, squads, um, predictions. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Ashes pod. Woo! See you next time. Bye! Bye from me! Uh, bye. <laughs> Worst playing of golf in the car. <laughs> bye, bye. Bye, guys!